It's Davy, the scapegoat. When you're the best at being the worst. All right. <laughs> Here we are. Hey, welcome back to Davy the scapegoat. This has been the stupidest day. Uh, but hey, stupid. I, I it's mean, pretty dumb. It's been dumb, but pretty I'm freaking dumb. I think that uh, like doesn't quite describe what's been going on. No, because I'm trying it, to be polite because we just stupid. kicked this off. All right, it's Davi the scapegoat. Here's where we're here with Blair. Yay. Hey. hey and Davi, me. Yeah, you've been here with me all day. I have been here Un- with you all day. Unexpectedly. First, let's start by saying thank you to all the little Kremlins that came out to the little Kremlin meetup for members only, members of our fan club that are in the Glow FM fan club and soon to be other fan clubs. We'll tell you about later that have to do with making your audio more accessible to you coming up soon. But once we get all of those, all that hairy business worked out and shaved up, then we'll let you know about it. But of Shit. course, there's a lot of fucking problems with everything. So anyways, Little Kremlin's Meetup yesterday at Summer Shade Festival was such a blasty blast. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. We had cucumber cream cheese sandwiches, pimento cheese sandwiches with like a bunch of classy southern ladies. And we sat on blankets <laughs> in the park. And uh, it, it was uh, no in booze shade. in the yeah. shade. We found a tree. The shade really didn't make a difference, let's be honest. It was just so hot. Well, you wouldn't know because you didn't leave the we shade. Were, we were a damp it bunch. It was hotter out there. We were a damp bunch, and everybody wanted everybody wanted hugs, and each hug I had to apologize for being so very damp. But that's Georgia. Uh, we just flew back in from California, California. Nevada mm-hmm. area where the air is much drier. Still hot, but just a normal heat. Mm, not, yeah. not this insufferable not like a wearing a wet blanket good lord like just a big hug from a big old sweaty guy all day i love it day. though i love the humidity i you're you're but you're built like a lizard honestly you just you are like a little <laughs> I absorb <laughs> the moisture <laughs> through my skin you are i need 90% humidity i'm just like the chameleon i need you 90% are. humidity snacks all day. I think yeah. you should get into politics because you know whenever someone's running for president, they like people like to or any any senate anything, mm. people like to freeze frame their videos and go see where their eyes turned into lizard eyes oh. right there. Have you ever watched those? Yeah, yeah. Remember back in the day everybody was like Ron Paul lizard 2008 people. or whatever year it was and it was like look at his lizard eyes and I'm like is this a thing? People think people in politics are lizards. Anyways, little tangent, you should get into politics cuz you are a lizard person and you like this humidity heat. Dude. It was wild for us, but we had a good time. We had sandwiches. I made a new bestie named Eleanor, so did you. She yeah. really We like, had a killer game of frisbee. Killer game of frisbee mm-hmm. and she was so so good and we she Caught tried to the throw fr- the fr- I caught the frisbee three times in a row. Three times she threw she it, threw- and you <laughs> caught it three times in a row. Yeah. That's pretty epic for a frisbee. Because a heck of a rally. It's it is. And Shout then out. You went to the bathroom, and uh, she was like, "You'll throw the frisbee with me, right?" And we threw it back and forth like twice, and then she just stared into the distance <laughs> at the porta potties <laughs> until you came back. So I don't know if she's so much my bestie. Wasn't Maybe, the same. Yeah, like, I'm not her bestie, <laughs> but she's mine. Um, so thanks everybody for coming out. That was super fun, and we would love to do more little Kremlins meetups in the future. So if yeah. you sign up for our fan club at glow.fm/davi_the_scapegoat. Uh, sign up, become a member. You can be a monthly member, you can be a yearly member, whatever. And you get all kinds of exclusive perks, free stuff, discounts on things, and just uh, overall, you're getting 
uh, podcast episodes that nobody else gets. You yeah, get extra content audio. that no one else gets. Video. As well as exclusive invites to special little Kremlin's meetups. And it was super fun to go out to the park and have some fun under the Atlanta sun and support some local music and just, you know, yeah. have a ball, have a great time, share some sandwiches and some goldfish crackers with your new bestie, Eleanor. Yeah, and sweat together. Why mm -hmm. not? On a big blanket. We had a great time. That was awesome. Uh, on the way home, I started to feel it. I'd been in the sun all day, yeah. and I started to feel that feeling that I have been feeling for like a year and a half now. Um, let's talk migraines, people. Let's talk invisible illnesses that sometimes people think is like, oh, you can't call out of work with a migraine. That's like calling out of work with the Loch Ness Monster. That doesn't exist. I can't see it, so it's not real, and you need to man up because everybody gets headaches. This is a different bear. I have had headaches in my life. This I don't know how to explain it. I'm going to get emotional because it is alarming. And I didn't get migraines ever before I had COVID. I remember coming down with COVID and I didn't know that's what it was. But mm -hmm. my first indication was that I had a massive headache Splitting and I, headache, I was yeah. going to work. I, I went to work on Monday and I woke up with a headache. And I'm like, sometimes this happens. I didn't get good sleep. I'm dehydrated, whatever. I went to work. It just stuck with me. And it was throbbing. And it was awful. And I could see spots. But I was, you know, I was cool with it. Because at that time, work was weird. And it was okay that, like, spots were covering my coworkers' faces. And, <laughs> and now they were these faceless beasts in the daytime. <laughs> They're I, half as annoying now because you could only hear them and can't see them. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but I'm a little bit serious. So like seeing these spots, all of that, and I just was like, I know I gotta be 110% because anytime in certain workplaces, you will notice, if you're in this kind of workplace, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you are not privy to this, count your freaking blessings. But when people see that you're not feeling your best sometimes, they will pick. Um, and that was one of those things. I didn't know what was happening to me, but I, I had a migraine for three days before a friend of mine said, I'm positive for COVID. Sorry, you should get tested. So I said, fuck. <laughs> and then I, the next morning, like I tested and I was positive. So mm -hmm. like a full 24 hours after he was positive, I was positive and I did not go to work anymore. But before that, during those three migraine days where I didn't know what was happening, it was just a migraine, uh, there was a work meeting where they were like, we think you're complacent and being lazy, basically. They're like, some people in studio are not giving 110%, and we can tell. And I'm over there, like, just, like, the whole right side of my face is just throbbing, and it, it it's the worst kind of pressure, and I don't even have the, like, it's still kind of there so mm. i don't even have the words to explain but people that have migraines it's it takes your speech you are speechless <laughs> when you try to describe it um so they were talking about not being at your best and i certainly wasn't so they were right about that they were talking about being complacent and lazy and i'm like this sounds like a beef you've had for weeks but i know i just don't feel well today and then it comes down that i have covid did i get you know any apologies from them for for you know, giving me I, shit I, during I, that time. I assume no. No, yeah. not one. Um, they actually made jokes about yeah. me having COVID and all kinds of stuff. And I know for some people it's like, oh, you didn't die. So this is a hilarious thing. But it was really, I was sensitive at the time. Got COVID. 
was positive for COVID for like 14 days. You got it. Very, very sick. You were, yeah, we were both very sick. But my thing was from the onset of symptoms was a migraine and that didn't stop for weeks. Mm -hmm. And then even after I was no longer positive, I still had this migraine happening for weeks. And I took Advil migraine. I took Midol. I took ibuprofen, which upsets my tummy, but I took it. Uh, I took... Uh, even Sudafed, because sometimes, you know, you get a sinus infection. What's the first thing you feel is like pressure in your yeah. face. I was like, maybe it's that, maybe it's allergies. Cause I know if I go to the doctor, he'll just tell me your big old nose is drippy, must be allergies. So I did everything and it never worked. And, um, past COVID symptoms, past all of that. I don't know. People have long COVID symptoms. I don't know what around. all those yeah. are, but. Migraines stuck around. They're still here for me, and they're happening. I can almost narrow it down to the three days that they're going to happen a month now, and you would think that would make it easier to navigate, Mm. but it's almost more frustrating because I'm like, okay, I'll do everything right in those days leading up to it, and I'll eat right, and I'll drink right, and I'll drink so much water, and I'll do everything right. I went out in the sun, you know, on... On one of those days where it know. might happen. I, I, I don't know if that was it. I don't know if that was I it. I think yeah. it was just calendar day. It was yeah. meant to happen because I thought, oh, it's because I was out in the sun. And then as it started ramping up, I was like, okay, this is the last time I'm going to be able to look at my phone or I'll throw up. So let me look at my 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 old period calendar. My my little, every, if you have one on your phone, I know a lot of people after the last election like deleted them because they felt like they were being monitored. Um, but I still have mine just because of this one thing. Because the migraines became almost like so timely and annoying that I was putting it in my calendar so I could say, when is this happening on my cycle? Where is this hitting on my cycle? When is it going to hit? So I just happened to ask for the little Kremlins to meet up with me on that day that that was going to happen. So by the time we got home, it was ramping up and it was there. I had such a great time with everybody. It was not there then, but oh, she showed her face later in the day and... It's, it's not any ne- easier to navigate knowing those days. I do everything right, and it's not working. And um, I, I just got desperate today because I can't – I don't know uh, who can sit in a dark room for I'm three s- days and do nothing. Like, who has that kind of timeline? You just can't do that, and it's not fair. So I went to the doctor about it. And, like, we're not, we're not rolling in dough, you know? We don't – like, I don't, I don't have that nice health insurance anymore. I don't have all that. But I knew that there was no way I could deal with this for another two days. Like, if this was day one, I was not going to be able to do two more days. It's like, God, they call them like, a, like she call, she's like, sometimes people call them, and I trigger warning for this word, but sometimes people call them suicide headaches. <laughs> like, the, wow. there's migraines and there's cluster headaches that yeah. are both kind of, Uh, They're different, but they're similar on a pain scale where it's like there's nothing you can do. And I fortunately kind of know when it's going to happen so I can at least prepare mentally (laughs) however you can. Um, Take a bath with eucalyptus, whatever, but nothing helps. No medication, nothing. So we are not filming today's episode because there ain't no lights in my face. I am not doing that. Um, But Blair took me to the doctor today because... Uh, and our doctor was tied up, so we had to go to urgent care. So you pay yeah. like a little bit more at urgent care. But 
Uh, and I was like, they're not going to be able to do anything for me. They're just going to be like, go home and relax. And, and I couldn't even sleep through it. That's the thing. I was up all night just holding my face. I know. And I don't know of a headache that you can't just go, well, I'm going to call it a day and go to bed early. A migraine doesn't let you sleep. It just tugs. It's tugging at parts of your brain. It, it's the weirdest fucking feeling. It's like a mean kid with a magnifying glass just messing with you. So... I wasn't going to be able to sleep through it, and I knew I was just going to be miserable for two more days, and I don't, when they call it something like suicide headaches, like, how do you sit there and go, okay, this is my life for a couple of days, like, you know, I guess if it's only a couple of days, but, like, it's going to happen again in a month, fuck this, so I finally got desperate, and I went to the doctor today with my sunglasses on, and I cried, and I feel like an asshole, but, like, everybody there was so sweet, and they understand. It's like a bunch of women that are like, oh my gosh, yes, it can be hormonal. It can be dehydration. It can be so many things. Some women didn't have them at all. And then they had a baby and now they have migraines mm. all the time. There's so many things that so many life changes. Uh, barometric pressure can instigate it. Spicy food can instigate it. Yeah. Like so many things well, you, that you have to monitor. I mean, of course, like you alcohol. You had all of those factors well, yesterday. I was trying to, I, yeah. I, I was trying to like eat the pain away. Like, do you ever get a headache that? Um, I mean, I remember getting bad headaches being hungover. So I think in my brain, when I have a bad headache, like I can. I can burger this away. Like uh, I can, the only prescription a is burger. a burger. When you're in college, you know, mm. and so we got some Szechuan. Szechuan, We got yeah. some pretty we good Szechuan. We got some really spicy chicken it was, last night. I didn't, I had like two bites and it didn't taste right. That's it another thing. It was insanely spicy. It, like you were having the spicy part. I was like, this tastes different. Mm. I'm not going to eat it. And I got scared that I had COVID again because it didn't taste right and mm. things didn't smell the same. So I was like, what the fuck? So I did a COVID test. I'm negative. I go to the doctor today and she's like, do you have migraines with auras? I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, I know almost famous. She's like, your aura is purple. <laughs> yeah, I assume that your doctor, if your doctor starts talking about auras in that sense, you no. might want to find a different doctor. <laughs> no, she said, do you get do you get migraines with auras? And I was like, please explain. Yeah. So she was like, well, uh, like you see stuff. And I'm like, like hallucinations. And she's like, well, no, like a flash of light or, and I'm like, I see like, you know, when you're a little kid and you would stare at a light and then you would look into the distance so you could see those little black things that would like dart around. Mm -hmm. And I would actually try to draw them on paper because I thought they all looked different. And mm -hmm. I thought it was like an X-Files episode. I was like, I'm hallucinating these little like Ebola. I'm destroying symbols. my eyesight yeah, like, for it's art. Just, it's for art. So I thought it was so cool. But uh, she was like, oh, yeah, the the floaters, flashes of light, blurry vision. Um She's like, it can mess with your taste. And I was like, shut the front door because I bit into some chicken mm -hmm. and it tasted like straight up parsley in my mouth for like an hour. Like I just kept drinking water and swishing it around and spitting it out and it wouldn't go away. I brushed my teeth and I could still taste it. It was odd. So I didn't know that that was from the migraine. I was just trying to like be, uh, I had so much fun and I was on such a, a high from the picnic and ha having fun with our fan club members. And so I was trying to ignore what I was going through, but the pain wasn't right. I remember like I hugged you and you smelled different. Hmm. So I was just like, what the fuck? So I went in today and I explained those things. She's like, yeah, that's migraines with auras. So you, you're seeing little spots 
things taste and smell funny mm-hmm. and it's and it's all around just like debilitating because I can't I can't edit the podcast. I can't look at a fucking screen. I can't watch TV. I can't read a book. I can't like to ask your eyes to focus on any one thing is it, it's impossible. Yeah, I'm it sure there's a lot of people impossible. listening that un- that understand and identify exactly with what with everything that you're saying. Yeah. I have migraines too. Mine come with the auras and uh, it'll start off with just a little flashing uh, light in my eyeball which kind of eventually gets bigger and bigger and bigger until I, I really I shouldn't be dry I can't drive and I can't see anything I can't read it just looks like it looks like there's a a strobe light in my vision and mm-hmm. then after about 30 minutes that can go away and subside but then I'm left with just like this insane like localized pain in the, uh, behind my forehead yeah and so I guess those are auras those are auras but yours are if- yours are very uh, yours are much worse than mine like I I'll have a little bit the next day, my head will be sensitive. Like if I shake my head a little too hard, I'll still feel it. But yours, um, and especially the way they've been over the last year, I mean, just waking up, you waking up next to me and immediately crying. Like, I know. I just, it's so, I'm sorry. It's heartbreaking <laughs> to, to, to think that you wake up in such pain that you immediately go into tears. Well, because I know there's nothing I can do today to fix this. I know this is going to be my day now. Like, I woke up like this. It's not going to go away. Yeah. So it gets really frustrating. And, like, and you know what it's like. And I don't, and I'm, I'm pretty good with pain. Like, I, I've worked through broken toes and so many things like in in the service industry like I've when your pain receptors are in your brain and the pain is in your brain like there's no way to distract yourself like I could get tattooed for eight hours and when it started to get too impossible I would just bite my shoulder Mm -hmm. because the tattoos happening like on my ribs and the pain in my shoulder would distract me and they'd be like it's a little weird but i've seen weirder things in here you know like the tattoo artist would be chill about it you bite your own shoulder all right yeah like the skin on your shoulder i'm very flexible that's Um, (laughs) impressive i didn't think that was possible (laughs) i bite my shoulder um so you can distract yourself from pain but this isn't an undistractable pain you can't function Mm -hmm. so yeah waking up Opening your eyes and thinking, is today going to be okay? And then it's not. And just just realizing, like, all right, here goes the next three days. Like, I, if everything is going to be so, so hard. So <sighs> I don't want to live that way anymore. I can't. Like, I, I fucking can't. And I was trying to, I was telling her, I was like, it's almost um, on the third, uh, the fourth day when I wake up and I open my eyes and I'm so scared. And I open my eyes, and it doesn't hurt. There's that soreness where it was there, like you were saying. It's usually right in my eyebrows yeah. um, where it was there, but it's not throbbing anymore. And I open my eyes, and I can, like, focus on something. And then I want to cry from happiness. And I'm like, on that fourth day, I feel euphoric. I feel like I died and went to heaven. I feel like nothing hurts, and everything's amazing, and I'm so, so happy. And she's like, that's another migraine symptom hmm. is... Woo, we got hearing, some thunder are you outside. Are this thunder and lightning? Watch our freaking... I don't know if that Electricity go up, out. But <laughs> there's a massive... Is there a uh, way to save this mid... Thunderstorm mid going on. I'm going to take a little pause. Should we take a pause? Save this. All right, save because it. Because I don't fucking trust anything right now. We got some major shit plowing through. Major shit plowing through. Oh, our yeah. neck of the woods that, right yeah. now. So we are... Yeah, I needed to save that. I'm going to take the headphones cause I, off because I feel like... 
we're gonna get electrocuted. I don't want it to co- go through the cable to my head. Is yeah. that possible? No, probably. I don't know. Maybe. Af- well, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking any fucking chances <laughs> after the conversation we've just had. Yeah. And the, you know, the sky pooping on us right now. Anyways, uh, so uh, as I was saying, euphoric feeling on the back end of it. And she's like, yeah, all of these are, you know, symptoms of migraines. It's like you want to die. And then you're like, oh, my God, life. Yeah. Like everything is so you wonderful. You died and went to heaven. And fulfilling. It's right. like back to. And I'm like, which is nice. But I don't want to live through that. Like I can't keep doing it. And I last month when it was happening, I was like. I remember on the third day, I was like, if this isn't gone tomorrow, I'm going to the doctor, but it'll probably be gone tomorrow if I'm going by my calendar. And you were like, okay, explain this to me. So I'm showing you my period app and everything, and I'm like, look at it. So when I went to the doctor today, I was like, look, it's always seven to nine days before my period, and it's like a three-day span. And I'm like, look at this here. And she's like, well, I like your notes. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> like all of this. <laughs> she's like, so you need to talk to your OBGYN about different birth control because this one might be messing with hormones too much. And she explained it where just, uh, you know, two things are in your brain side by side and they cannot function when one of them gets all chunky. So it's like inflamed like fuck. So she was like, we're going to give you like this medication, which is what you pop when you feel the onset of the and she's like taking it today might not help you because you're already in it mm-hmm. but when you feel it coming you pop one of these you're good she also gave me nausea medication that dissolves under your tongue uh-huh. and it works really fast great and it was great because i threw up a lot in the last 24 hours um which doesn't help a headache when you're dehydrated and you keep throwing up and you keep straining your mm-hmm. whole body to puke so i got sick a few times i don't know if you've ever thrown up with one of your ocular uh, things it makes no. you dizzy, but not no to the just, point of. But I I'm just, just I'm a sensitive. I have to close my I have to close my person. eyes and and sit it out. So yeah, she was like two medications, one's for anti nausea, one's for migraines. I can't remember what it's called because I never, I can't remember words right now. You know how it is. It's all right. Um, I took half of one of those. She was like, try taking half, see if mm. it works, but. She's like, some people feel like euphoric relief. And mm. I, I really like within like 30 minutes, I was like, oh my gosh. Like okay. I felt things like, like it's always behind my right eye and in the right side of my head. And first I felt like in my neck, just mm. like something, you know, yeah. just chilling, just like relaxing. relaxing. Yeah. And then it just like dissipated. And I was like, oh my God, yay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking awesome. But that also might have been. The shot in the butt they gave me, which I never had. Uh, so this whole podcast, I don't know, maybe I'll just call it a shot in the butt because I've never had one of those. You always get those um, for well, antibiotics or steroids. Steroids, yeah. steroid shots when you're Hang sick. Hang on, because you have Wait to be. A a, you have to sing. Let's let's <laughs> let's explain. I don't always get steroid shots in the butt. You make it sound like I'm on like uh, anabolic uh, performance enhancing drugs. When I get sick, I will oftentimes request. A, a steroid shot. Yeah. Um, and they give it and, to you. And sometimes they will oblige yeah. because I, I I feel better within hours. Yeah. If I have a cold and I have like a show that night, they, they, they're like, here, take, we, we're going to prescribe you some antibiotics. I'm like, hell with that. Mm. Give me a steroid shot. This right was now. not steroids. Yeah. This was some kind of crazy anti inflammatory. Okay. Um, and so they were like, 
it hurts more. <laughs> so, yeah. On the backside. Like, they told me that uh, on the backside, literally. But they, they said after the fact, like, yeah, this one hurts a lot more than the regular. It, it always does the trick for me. I feel re- renewed. I don't know what it was called, but if they're like, usually... Our people with migraines respond very quickly to this shot. So we're going to give you this because it'll really quickly just do anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. all over. And then they monitor you for like 20 minutes. And it did start feeling a little bit better within 20 minutes. But that pill really like cinched it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I never had the shot in the butt before. I've always complained because I've had so many like sinus infections and all these things. And Blair and I would go to the same doctor and he would get the shot in the butt and I would just get like a Z-Pack and I'd be like, why don't they ever want to see my butt? <laughs> they never, why don't they ever want to look at my butt and give me no shots? It was, and it was just been a joke. But then they're like, we're gonna give you a shot in the butt today. And I was like, finally, like I could, and I was hurting too bad to even enjoy it, but it was not enjoyable. Okay. So like I got, I got to stand up. I got to take a little bit of a cheek out. And then she's like, all right, she's like, big poke right here. And my body uh, jolted uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Like, I I, I was standing there. I said, don't hold on to the table. You're not a psychopath. Like, it's not going to be oh, that no. big of a deal. So I just oh. stood there like like Superman no, with my little butt take, cheek out. No, you're take the weight off the leg that they're injecting Oh, no, I into. didn't do that. Yeah, to I loosen the muscle. almost, oh, uh, like my leg move. almost gave out. Like I just no. was standing with locked knees and everything. Tense. Like a kid singing in choir class, what? like little locked knees. Nothing. Okay. No, it was my first time they should explain. I don't know. And I did not like hop up and get my ass out. Like it was... It, you know, wasn't my first like rodeo. It literally was there. my first rodeo. <laughs> and, and and I was sitting there, I was like, okay, give me a shot in the butt. And she's like, okay, well, first you gotta stand up. And I'm like, all right, so get yeah. up. And then she's like, just take a cheek out, just a little bit, you know, cause I was gonna pull him down. I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, and yeah, it my whole body like jerked and jolted. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like it, like for a second, I lost myself. It was like I could have farted. I could, like anything oh. could have happened in this one second. And I have no. Are you okay back there? You know, I was worried about her. I was just jerked so bad, and she's like, "It happens. It's okay. You're fine." And I was like, and then it like stung, and it stung, and then she was done and put the bandaid on, but it was, it still like hurts mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. Yeah, be and sore I for a little said, while. I said, it, "This that's a shit good pain. Hurts. Is that that's you, that you know that it's working?" She said, "She said what we try to do here is you come in all messed up in your head and all in pain, and yeah. we just distract you with some different pain." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, it's not close. It's my ass. <laughs> um, it's not close enough to my brain. My ass is way over here." So uh, yeah, but that did work within like it wasn't 20 minutes, it was like 30 minutes, and it was. It was, I was start like when I got back in the car with you, I did not want to puke so that whatever they dissolved under my tongue, that little anti-nausea thing helped. Okay. So I didn't puke in the car and you said something funny and I laughed. So I was like, oh, cool. And uh, I, can, I, I can laugh at things again. I don't know. You're hilarious all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that it was just I got my first butt shot today and I finally like instead of going you know, man up, it's just a migraine and you're too poor. Like, I took myself to the freaking doctor. But because I was there, like, all day, uh, I didn't get to edit a podcast. And I've got I've got these awesome podcasts. I've got, you know, I'm talking to teachers and nannies. I'm talking to Callie Dollar from The Upside. Yeah. Positive workplaces, negative workplaces, whatever. I've got all these backlogged. And 
it just wasn't going to happen today because my eyeballs <laughs> said nope in just everything, everything. So what I did was I got my first shot in the butt, and to celebrate that, I crawled back into bed and started watching Fleabag, um, which is probably one of the best shows of all show. time. I swear, if you haven't watched it, um, I don't think that anyone could hate it. Like, truly, it's just so, so well That's done. That's your chicken soup show. It's my chicken soup yeah. show now, and I'm trying not to, like, inundate you with so much of the other crap that you don't love, <laughs> like, and the theme songs that you're like, enough, you know? Well, so, I, I'm just Fleabag happy that you switched it up. Both. I'm just, not, you, it's We're the both very happy The repetition is, yeah. is, 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 a, is a thing for me. Yeah. It's a new show. That's good. There's a whole scene, though, that reminded me of a conversation we had a few weeks ago where she's like, I dated this guy once that I had to drop everything and send him nudes. Like, it didn't matter where yeah. I was working or what I was doing. I had to drop everything and send him nudes. So she's, like, in a bathroom just with a camera phone up her skirt, like, and the flash goes off, and then she just, yeah. whoop, sends it off, and I'm like, no. <laughs> what, is, what does it mean that she had to drop everything and send them nudes? That's that's the crazy part for me. Well. Is what, in her mind, did she really feel like that she had to do that? Um, I mean, she liked him and wanted to please him, and it seemed like that's what pleased him, so she was trying to be, you know, the, the girl that acquiesced to every request, uh, yeah. and it... And I was just sitting there watching it, and you said, "I don't understand this this culture." I and I said, "I said British culture because it's a British yeah. show." I said, "British comedies or no?" I, I, I know I like, you understand I British understand, comedies. I love British comedies uh, and Irish or comedies. Um, I just don't. I just, I don't get the whole culture with taking pictures of genitalia and sending it to each other. The whole dick pic. Thing and, just and a dick on its own. Just a close up of uh, it's. That's like just an uh, anatomy. It's, you know, it's not. It's not erotic. It's not even pornographic. It's just something like from a like a, a, a textbook. Yeah. You know. Well. This is something. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's like, not attractive. I look at everybody's bits as like. I know it's meat, but like. A, a vegetable <laughs> it's like like broccoli rob like it's just bitter on its you, own you, you gotta mix it with some you, stuff you so, look at everybody's bits as a vegetable so maybe that's no, it like, so these people they I'm want a picture it, of it because it's like they're they're picking out produce like they want the right size eggplant this is for me personally i don't know i can't Please speak for nudie culture i'm saying like what i was saying to you earlier and then you were like hey let's do this on the podcast yeah. instead of just like not doing an episode this week because mm -hmm. that would be lame I said, okay, because what I was trying to explain to you is like, yes, like you were like, if you wanted to send me something on the road, I'd yeah. be okay with it. But I would expect like you in lingerie, yes. not, and I'm like, not just my bits. Exactly. Like, body. Because I don't think she photographs well on her own. I think she needs her friends <laughs> like, to, I to make her look better. I don't think any of them photograph <laughs> on their own. That's my opinion too. Like a like a dick on its own is alarming. Mm. It's a standalone. It's a it's a creepy guy in an alley all by himself. But um, it, <laughs> but a dick in a bar with all of his Chad friends. Listen, I want to get not as alarming. I want to get that close up in person. Yeah, I don't want it sent to <laughs> me on my phone. 
I I want to conduct that kind of interview. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I love your parts and you love mine. But I think if I sent you a picture of her just on a random Tuesday, just flash up the skirt while I'm at like getting my coffee that then you would be like, ah, (laughs) you'd be like, what do you need from the grocery store? I'd be like pickles and pussy. You know, just send you a picture. (laughs) And I feel like. I would not blame you if you threw your phone across the Publix and skipped it. <laughs> I would I, <laughs> through, yeah, I, I, through I, the frozen <laughs> aisle because it's it's scary by herself. She needs no. the legs. She needs the abdomen. Maybe some titties. Like it all is, of that. It, it it's just, a combination meal. I think it, it's a it's definitely a product. The culture, as I was, as, was describing it as, is is certainly a product of 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 the porn culture that yeah. has developed since since iPhones came out and yeah. everybody could look at whatever they want all the time and I think people are just have developed this um this like Pavlovian response to seeing genitalia on their phone and that suddenly becomes a, a thing for them but you know for for me and I and I, I feel like it's um, that's it's become a fetish yeah. you know it's something that turns them on not because of what it is but because of how it's displayed and probably um, also a control thing and it's definitely like a control thing. i got yeah. it when i wanted it and i and i have girlfriends that are like yeah he's like that but i just have some saved like they've like... taken them with good lighting in in, mm. in non-sweaty nice clean yeah freshly got it yeah i understand what you're saying Place, she's, yeah. they're like i just take i take a bunch when she's looking good and then i save them for those days when he's going to demand it right then and i'm like okay so okay and that and it really i'm like but is this not the drop everything and send me a nude right now knowing that you are a professional at work yeah it might be a control issue and it's breaking some boundaries for sure um i think sending your traveling serious partner a tasteful nude yeah, to say, come home great. to I miss, me. I miss you. I miss you uh, is uh, different. You like know, a thinking surprise. Thinking about you. Um, you didn't I'm ask feeling for it. frisky. You wish you were here. That kind of thing. And, and when you and when, like I say, with talking about its relationship to pornography, um, pornography is always showing like a whole person That's for the I'm most saying. part. Yeah, I like, know. like I had I enjoy when I was that. a teenage teenager I had pictures of like full women on my on my wall. Yeah. You know, like because I was attracted to how hot that woman is. Yeah. You know, there You didn't just have of, uh, you can't just have a picture of a vagina you didn't on the wall. Ha- you didn't just have. I mean, <laughs> so, so, I've seen some cool paintings that I'm like, is that fruit or a pussy? Okay, That's yeah, we're nice. not talking about like Georgia that. O'Keefe here. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, we're, we're we're talking about like what attracts you as a person. But, and for for me, it I don't think that I, I think that the female vag- vag- genitalia is is certainly attractive. Genitalia. What did I say? Vaginitalia. Vaginitalia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Edit that. Uh, the <laughs> the right. female genitalia it is is attractive, but on its own, like there's not much. Both of them on their own are kind of alo- can be alarming, but like no, no, no. like you oh, said, if God. I'm watching porn, I'm talking and about I'm both at male the, and female. Yeah, yeah, if I'm looking at her her shishi, I also am gonna see like a kneecap, and I'm gonna see those big heels that they wear. 
and I'm going to hear them clanking together, you know, like, and all kinds I've, of stuff. There's yeah. so much other thing. There's so much other senses that are being heightened and, and, uh, pleasured in that. But just, I don't know. I feel like if I took a picture of her on her own and said it, it looked like she was melting. Like, it's just not a good day for most days are not a good day for her. And she doesn't look good by herself. It's like, it, it's, it's like those girls that uh, have ugly friends it's gotta, <laughs> to make themselves look better in pictures. It's got to be in relation to the person, you know? Like, you could you could give somebody a lot of slack depending on what it looks like on the body. Yeah. But to, to for people that are hooking up on Tinder to just be like, send me a dick pic. No. And then, and then be like, looks good, come over. You know, like, there's yeah. that's only... I mean, for me, that's like 10% of my body because, uh, you know... Yeah. So well hung. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's such a fraction of. I wasn't going to argue with you, but yeah, <laughs> sure. I don't know what the percentage of it, dick is to person on but, average, but it's it's you know it's quite it's quite small. The culture itself is weird though because I was like I was I've told you this story like a few weeks ago we were talking about this I don't remember how it came up but I was like a nude should be like an NFT like it's just for you. Mm. And what has always bothered me about nudie culture and send nudes immediately culture is I have seen dudes, like I've been in a work meeting. I won't say what company it was. I won't say who did it, but I've been in a work meeting where newly divorced guys passing his phone around to all the bros in the room. And it's a girl's like titties. It's like a nude. I don't know if it was, I don't know. I didn't look at it, but they're all like, damn. So it's like her crotch and titties i'm pretty sure and i was like that's gross and they're like she sent it to me and i'm like she sent it to you you're sharing it with people Mm -hmm. and he so strongly being in his right was like i cut her head off like he's showing all the dudes in the room yeah he told him who it was this is the new chick i'm with Mm -hmm. her name is blah and then he and then he takes her face away like her like her i took her identity away no you've given away her body autonomy to a bunch of dudes in a room that she did not permit to look at her but but nude culture is saying if you took the photo you should be okay with the world seeing the photo yeah when celebrity like nudes get leaked everybody's like it's they shouldn't she knew what she was doing he knew what he was yeah they shouldn't have taken him you know and i'm Mm -hmm. like what and I've never, I've never understood it, but it's just that if you engage in that activity, you're engaging in nude culture, and you need to know that most dudes in nude culture are going to do that to you. They, yeah. they, they might not even cut your face off of the photo, but they are definitely passing your shit around. So if you're cool with your coot coot out uh, in public, looking melted. <laughs> Can melt a candlestick on people's phones. I don't fucking know. Because she does sometimes, okay? Everybody knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like, so your your shit's gonna get passed around and it's not just you might think it's special for that one person, but if that one person is not truly special, doesn't think you're special, then they're not gonna say I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yum. If you wanna do it, if that's something that you're into, that's fine. My point was is that I don't understand the appeal of it. If you sent me a close up of your vagina I would be like, did you? Wh- wh- what was rest? your hair doing? Yeah, like, like why? Why is it just this? 
You know, like that's stupid. If I ever send you a picture of my vagina, just know like she's looking her best that <laughs> day. Like that is the best. It's like I'm shocked. Okay. And I needed to document this for history books. Like don't don't oh, save it for say, just you. Like I say, you're looking good, baby. Never gonna happen. Looking great. No, I would do like you know I would do like a full like a full shot like. Yeah, and I know that like my good side is my but my backside anyways like where the doctors put the shot in like I know uh-huh. I know that's my good side sure I do most of my stand up uh, facing the back of the stage <laughs> so everybody could just look at my ass and so I would do like a nice lingerie nude maybe a tit out or something yeah. but like some kind of I don't know ladies something sexy like uh, it, it, again don't want to yuck your yum if you like send the nudes all you want but also there's a lot of women photographers and men but you'd probably want to go to a woman I don't know that uh, take like burlesque style uh, photo shoots mm. for people and uh, boudoir shoots and things like that like and it's it's great. Do that. I mean, it sounds expensive, but they do a really good job of making you comfortable and taking really great photos of you and getting you looking and feeling at your best and most comfortable. And uh, you can do that with a ring light in your own home, but like they're going to get some really cool angles that at the at the end of it, when you see your photos, you're going to go, is that really me? That's amazing. And your husband's going to go, oh my God, and love it, or wife, whatever. Like They do boudoir shoots for boys too. So I don't know, Google some photographers, find some in your area, or DM me and I can recommend some. Um, I know we're not going to do away with now you're asking them to spend money uh, on photographers, but (laughs) I'm saying get a ring light and do it yourself, but don't just give them the broccoli rob. Give them the the, whole meal. (laughs) The the psychology of it is what I really want to understand. I I I know I know what works for me and what doesn't work for me. I don't understand the psychology of it. Uh, I I mean, I, I I do think that. It could be a fetish, maybe just something that people are into, but I also think that it's a control issue, as we just talked about. I also think that for people that agree to it, with the uh, that, that maybe they have a controlling partner that is asking for those during the day while they're at, jo- at their job, workplace, they have an issue. They have like a, a security, and they have an insecurity. Yeah. Um, maybe that they maybe don't want or to it's have not an maybe that well maybe they're the most you're confident. talking about having a boudoir <laughs> shoot and i mean maybe yeah. not everybody has is secure enough with themselves and their whole body to be able to do that and but that's think why you do maybe it. they don't think that they're they're sexy as a person yeah but they do know that people have wanted their coot coot yeah you know and so they're like here's the part of me that p- only part of me that i think people want and I'll send it to you. That's mm-hmm. fucking sad. Okay. Well, that got deep. It might be a. It, it they might be the most confident and totally fine with it. But yeah, it also might be a. I'm gonna have to do this, or they'll leave me, and that's an insecurity. And yeah. if if you feel suckered into sending a nude like that, like if it's if it's crossing your boundaries, then you can have that conversation. And if your boyfriend or girlfriend says. Well, I need you to respect my boundaries and send me the nude. That's control. Yeah. Like again, we talked. Like, that was a me- some members only fan club episode about real boundaries and the difference between boundaries and control, and how some people are very confused about what boundaries are. Um, we're all figuring it out, and I don't know. 
Mm-mm. That that got us talking and thinking and going, I'm glad you're not like that and you're glad I'm not like that. And I remember sending you a picture once when you'd been like gone for like three weeks and I was at a party and it was one of those parties where they have like a photo booth with a bunch of costumes. Mm-hmm. And I sent you like, I was like, hey, like open this nude. And then the picture opened and it was the goofiest picture <laughs> of me ever. Like I had a helmet on and like, Coke bottle glasses that made my eyes look even oh my bigger God. than they are. I you remember, remember that but I looked crazy. And you were like, I can't wait to come home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm glad that our silliness is what we find sexy about each other. And and, and, and then, and then getting to see on. your parts is just the, you know, just the icing on the cake. Everybody the cherry on top. says, What's your number one turn on? They say, Sense of humor. I mean, but then, but then they go turn around and send each other pictures of their genitalia instead of funny pictures. Unless, what if they think the genitalia is hilarious? It is pretty funny looking sometimes. Like, I don't it, think it that's can, the intent. Is when they can, send a dick pic. It, hey, please, that's funny. Please, please, <laughs> ha ha this. I'm just if waiting. If you ever for send it. me a dick pic, I'm gonna <laughs> ha ha it. <laughs> no words, just a ha ha react. All right, well. That was our episode today. We just want to talk about nudie culture and and uh, discuss migraines. and if if it, <laughs> migraines, yes, the, <laughs> the invisible illnesses and then the mm-hmm. the what the fuck like <laughs> the <laughs> part of you know dating relationships that we don't understand. But hey, it, now we like work from home and we see each other a lot, so it's like I don't have to send you nude. You can just come in here and be like, hey. <laughs> Please let me see that thing. Go to go to dobbythescapegoat.com and, and um, fill out the contact information and tell us your motivation. Yeah, for, for sending nudie nudes, not just nudes, but don't close send up. us nudes. To be clear, do not send us nudes. There's not the option for that, anyways. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> but tell us what it is about um, sending a picture of your penis or vagina that uh, you just can't get enough of. Is it exciting? And, 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 is it fun? And there's it, two things here, like sending them and receiving them. Is it do you rewarding? Like send, yeah. Do you like sending them or do you like receiving them? I have a feeling that most people really just like sending them. Yeah? As an exhibitionist But uh, doesn't like thing. getting them. I mean, we have plenty of people in the public eye that just cannot stop sending them. No matter how much trouble they've gotten into and how many times they've been busted. And how Remember many... Anthony Weiner? Well, prime example. What, That's is that one that, that guy's name? Yeah. I, re- I will he never forget that dude's stop name. doing that shit. Because his name was Weiner yeah. and he couldn't stop sending his Weiners. <laughs> Not that he has multiple just, Weiners. He just sent so many Weiner pics. I'm assuming, like I said, that he doesn't think he's sexy as a, as a total individual, but he thinks I've got a great D and I just want everybody to see it. Yeah. You know, and that's going to lure people in. I don't know. But or maybe he gets off on the idea that of shocking people with that picture comes in. Maybe. I think it should be like an NFT, but not like the way Justin Bieber did the NFT where he put it on Instagram so everybody could look at that weird monkey. Uh, (laughs) Like the dazed monkey or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Weird remember. monkey is, is what you said to me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But anyways, NFT for your nudes is special for just yep. you and a special person in your life that means like a million bucks to you. Like make it an experience. Make it for not for the history books, but for your Draw History a face on it. Put some googly eyes <laughs> Put on it. Put some googly eyes on that thing. Let me see it. <laughs> <laughs>
Seriously, though, Even go to DobbyTheScapegoat.com <laughs> and click contact and hit us with your questions, comments, concerns, drama. We'll take any of oh it and we'll God. talk about I just it. I'm having so many visions of just like a boudoir shoot that's just the penis. The penis <laughs> laying on a couch. <laughs> like a chase lounge? Up. Yes. With <laughs> yeah, with a hat on and provocative poses with a face. Like a garter. Oh, my like God. It, this is gar- next level. Would it look like a garter or would it look like a little lacy skirt on that little guy? No, I'm not Are talking about included? dressing up the, the D like a woman. You said like a boudoir shoot. A boudoir shoot for, for, for men. Dick. For men. For men. And then your vagina would have what a boudoir shoot. Okay. Dress, Men don't wear dress lingerie. Dress however right. you want. I'm just speaking personally. Boudoir personal. shoot for your penis where he gets like a little axe so he looks a like a lumberjack. Up. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 Standing next to a pile of firewood. <laughs> He's fishing. <laughs> He's just fishing. And he caught a big one. Fishing. Yeah. Riding, not, riding not a, a bull. Not a bull. Riding Ride. a bull. So many. Oh, man. Now I'm getting all the visions. I want you to edit this out because I think this is a million-dollar idea and we need to develop this. <laughs> Nobody steal our idea. We're Nobody doing steal boudoir it. shoots just for peens. Just for <laughs> genitalia. No balls. Mm-hmm. No balls. <laughs> Cover those guys up. We just want to see this guy. It's time for him to shine. Okay, this was fun. Thanks for listening to Dr. the Scapegoat. And you really we're made sorry. my headache feel and we're better. Sorry. No, you made my headache feel better. Thank <laughs> okay, you for good. this. I really, I didn't want to do this, but you made this so much headache, better. But at least yours is gone. No, fuck that. They loved it. Okay, <laughs> you guys, we'll talk soon. See you next week. Mwah. Mwah. Ciao. Ciao. What does that mean? Send it's Italian. <laughs> That's Italian for food. It's Italian for send nudes. <laughs> Maybe you'll think twice before you will try.